0: Hey Vinny, hey Dave, how you guys doing?
1: Hey, good. I'm doing all right.
0: Yeah. You got so that means both you guys are doing okay. So you, Yeah. So in unison.
1: Yeah, doing good, doing great. <laughs> well, Dave, you doing good too? Absolutely,
0: I tell you what. This not being able to hear myself in my headset, I got to figure this out, guys. It's killing me. So go to the one earpiece, like I do. Go to the one earpiece. That's probably a really good idea, actually. Well, hey, everyone. My name is Jim Gast, and uh, this is Vinny and Dave, uh, or DJ. Sorry, Dave. I, I, you know, I'm so used to calling him Dave, I, and we we like to probably. call. Him, we're trying to call him DJ for his benefit. Um, and we are no law firm left behind. This is no law firm left behind, actually and uh and so i'm trying to make sure we're live on youtube can anybody can you guys see us on facebook or uh linkedin i think we're good you know um so so here we are this week and uh, we're going to change a little bit of gears and talk about not the election i want nothing mentioned about the election the only word about that should have been just the word i just mentioned okay Because I am just inundated with this stuff about the election today. I just – I'm on overload. Are you guys the same way or just kind of done with it? I've pretty much ignored it. (laughs) Vote. That's all I got to say. Vote. And let's – Go on with it. Anyway, No Law Firm Left Behind is here because we're trying to help law firms be more competitive, keep their staff and their attorneys productive and efficient, and help you get more clients. That's why we're here. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. Today's t- topic is five ways attorneys must pivot to compete now and beyond. This is essentially, Dave and Vinny, this is to me, this is a conversation about what what cl- what lawyers must do um, in, in response to the new norm does, does that make sense then you know there's a new norm for consumers in every industry but in law in in legal consumers as well wouldn't you guys agree
2: i think so you know yeah. on, on some level the the industry has been changed by recent events
1: yeah some yeah and to say the least right yeah, and, and people have new expectations uh, well, on, on how we should do things. I mean, in, in every industry, not just for lawyers, but in well, every industry.
2: Yeah, and, and I mean, a big part of it is that, you know, so many industries were affected recently that consumers are seeing, well, this industry offers me the ability to do this thing. Mm-hmm. We should be able to do that too. It's almost right. like cross-pollination in a sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm just going to say it as simple as I can. Um, this is what I believe. I believe that, uh, COVID, horrible, right? I mean, that's, that's horrible. Lots of people dying, lots of people sick. It's a horrible thing. It needs to go away. I hate wearing masks. Everybody hates wearing masks. No one likes this. Okay. But I will say for me, it's, it was, you know, locked down and quarantined as I, as I was and being able to work from home like I do, I enjoyed the time with my kids, the, the, the extra quality time, right? And it's my opinion that that we're spoiled now. I mean, we are absolutely spoiled. You guys think?
1: Yeah, as, as consumers, for sure, we have been, uh, you know, customers. Uh, <laughs> The, those out there that are offering their services, retailers and such, they're definitely making a lot of adjustments uh, for us um, mm-hmm. in order to uh, so that they can stay open and or so they can still continue to serve us uh, mm-hmm. even during mm-hmm. lockdowns and such. Yeah. Adapt and overcome.
2: But mm-hmm. it a- absolutely has shifted to a consumer-focused uh, power shift. Yeah. I'll have have a yeah. word. I mean, it's it's sort of like. like now, if you don't provide a more convenient experience to the consumer, they're just going to go to someone else that can provide that
1: convenience.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I got, a, I got a really good example of this that, that only changed in recent history. Do you guys remember, I don't know, maybe it was 10 years ago, maybe a little bit longer, when you would go to the drive-thru, you couldn't use your, your credit card or debit card? You had to pay cash still? They couldn't accept credit. Oh, you don't remember that?
1: Of course I do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, so you're killing me here. I know I'm a little older than you guys, but no, <laughs> no think about that. You know, and, and then once one of the places started accepting them, all the places had to start accepting them because that, that's just the way it was, right? So mm-hmm. if you were a McDonald's and you, you didn't take a debit card, guess what? You were losing out to Wendy's and, and, and Burger King. Because it's so much more convenient. Right. That's kind of back when we felt—I I, at least I did—I felt guilty using my my debit card or credit card to buy a, a buy a Mountain Dew at a, at a UDF a, a stop and go or something like that. You know, a UDF is a local stop and go. But so it's like that now. In that, in my opinion, the uh, the consumer has. Put, and, and because of the situation, the consumer has forced businesses in general to adapt, whether they like it or not, and fast. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I remember that debit card thing. It took a it took a good year, year and a half, maybe two years to really catch on to the point at which everybody was doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and so it it's like it's just like that for law firms. And so I think it's important that we help law firms analyze. What it is that they need to do to to, to shift to the consumer based um, um, uh, market, right? And, we all and, thought we were consumer based, but not so much.
1: And we want to we want to look at this from a you know co- from a client perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Not, not 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 only from a uh, obviously it, it's this is for attorneys or for law firms, but we we want to talk about it from a client ex- uh, expectation or from a client perspective.
0: Yeah, and, and and there's a technology that goes with some of the stuff, right? Uh, there may be some security goes with this kind of stuff, but really, why do you have that? This is all about business. It's not about the tech. It's not about tech is for business. It's not for tech, right? It's not for fun. Security is for business. It's not for you know for fun. We don't just do these things just because. So I wanted to kind of go through maybe mini steps of some of the touch points, what I call uh, client experience touch points. All right. Um, in the journey of a of a of a client, finding a law firm, working with a law firm uh, and and ultimately getting billed by a law firm and and ongoing relationships with that law firm. So I, I think that's a good plan, guys. I'd like to start off by by talking about finding a law firm, finding the lawyer that you're going to pick. Um, that's a little different, especially um, especially since. Well, that's kind of changed. That that was a big change when the yellow pages went away. Don't you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean, there there's been a shift to finding lawyers online for for a while now. Um, there's been numerous industries, I shouldn't say industries. There's been numerous business models that have been developed to try and uh, handle that shift from the phone book and the billboard to Google and you know, the other attorney finding services. Mm -hmm. So that's been happening for a while. Um, How does this change that or accelerate that? I think what it does is it simply, as we become more physically isolated, um, some of the most important new client development channels for lawyers, such as referrals, they are taking on a different feel, OK, yeah. so we don't have in-person conferences anymore. We don't have trade shows in person anymore. We don't have in-person CLEs or, or just any kind of in-person meetings are kind of just mm-hmm. not there. So when we're trying to find an attorney, how are we communicating? How are we connecting with people to find that? Well, now people are asking for it. On Facebook, we're mm-hmm. asking for it via email or via a, a web conference or something like that. You know, so how do lawyers in particular change their positioning? How do they change how they get in front of a prospect when so many of them have lived and died by you know the trade show and the word of mouth referrals and the conferences and this that, and the other thing? So Being even a part sponsoring did, even a softball model, team, it's it's. it's, it's we're in so much more of a potential Island. If you're not leveraging online networking. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge change in my opinion.
0: Would you say that Dave, any, would you guys say that legal services has become, dare I say scary, but I'm going to say it more commoditized because there's so many lawyers out there competing for so much more business, the business, maybe the business amount hasn't changed as much, but the number of attorneys,
2: you know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to kind of disagree with you on that's, that, yeah, okay. but but let me explain why. I almost feel like we're coming back away from the commoditization mm. of legal services. Mm. Um, commoditization, at least in, in my opinion, is like we have so many of them that it's just sort of, I can go here, I can go here, I can go here. You know, I could buy this milk or this milk. It's just milk, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The brand is maybe important on some level, but as long as I get my services – and we've seen this happening for a while because there are so many. Um, there, there are so many lawyers that have come out, and 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 with technology and whatnot, the smaller firms have been able to compete with larger firms, and you yeah. had a real leveling of the playing field there. I almost see what's happening now is sort of going away from that because we've almost had, on some level, a commoditization of legal services. Think of all the you know, non-lawyer provided legal services out there for one think mm. of the legal dooms and this, that, and the other thing. Okay. Now people are moving away from I, their pendulum is swinging back saying, all right, it's not just about getting the legal service. Now, now I want it to be convenient. I want to like who I'm working with. I want to do this, that, and the other thing. So in other words, moving, I almost feel like it's moving away from commoditization and just basically saying now, your strengths are different than just saying we have over 700 years of combined experience. People don't care. I mean, and some we're full people,
0: service, and all that. Like, all that just sort
2: of like, hey, do I like working with you? Is this easy, or is this a pain in my butt?
0: You said one word right there. Is it easy? I right. think that that. If you notice in all of the commercials that are on TV, like the pizza companies and all those other things, they're showing people a mass. A car drives up. It like you know they make a joke about the frisbee, the frisbee pizza to the window. It bounces out the window, but they're trying to find. They're showing examples of how people are trying to find it easier to work with the pizza company. Do you think lawyers should be marketing heavily on it's easy to work with us? Yeah. It, we do Zoom. We do Teams. We do eSign. We do Is that it. a competitive competitive
2: advantage? I, I think it has to be. I think it's critical that you that people do that, and and, and in this sort of consumer strong environment, um, if you're not making it easy to use your services and to, and and to work with you, you you're, people just aren't going to do it. They're going to go somewhere else that it's easier to work. So if I'm working with Grandma in a in a
0: retirement home and I can't go see her for a long time, okay, and I'm that attorney, I need to show how. It's going to be easy for you as that as that person that needs help for your elderly parent or grandparent, right? How I can make it easy to work with you? Right. So that's with you know. So from finding an attorney, that's going to be the way it is. You need to you need to really um, uh, what's yeah. the word leverage social media, the, but and, the messaging.
1: And people still need the services of an attorney. Mm-hmm. You know that yeah, that yeah. need is not going away. Hmm. Right, They still need. And if you can't, as a, as a law firm, if you can't adapt to serve them to work around their restrictions or whatever it is, right, that they're facing those those the conveniences, even for some people, um, you know, they may look for someone that can. Yeah,
0: I, I think I think the big one on finding an attorney is the messaging that you're going to put out. If you're not, if you're leveraging social media, if you don't have it on your website or you don't have it on social media, it's easy to work with us and we can help you now in a touchless environment or whatever you want to call it, whatever your, your area law dictates. If you're not using that messaging, Mm -hmm. they're going to go to the next person that does. Right.
2: Great. Next topic. I, I, I totally agree. I think that's probably the most, important change that's mm-hmm. come to the legal industry through all of this.
0: Yeah. I mean there's been a lot of change.
2: Okay? But I, I think it's the fact that if, if attorneys don't refocus and make their services super simple to take advantage of with a minimum of headache, with a minimum of of, you know, frustration, I don't want to it's always been something that's been building. Okay? There there's been we've worked with how you know dozens and dozens of law firms throughout the year that throughout the years that, you know, say, well, we moved out of our downtown office into a suburban office because our clients thought it was a giant pain in the butt to have to come downtown, find right. parking, right. walk, etc. It's so much easier. Well, this is just that next step in that evolution. Yeah. Now that the yeah. clients are like, well, I don't even want to have to come to you.
0: It's really becoming client driven delivery,
2: mm-hmm.
0: not attorney chooses the method. Right. You know, it, what yeah, you. I, How can I meet you where you're at? And that's that's kind of funny because it's not been that way in law. I'm. Mean, it's not like we don't care about they, we, our clients. I mean, I know we do. I see it every day. But to to literally turn your business, up, literally pivot it to get them to move out of downtown. We're not in downtown. We're not in the ivory tower, golden towers anymore. We're in a small office building on a, on a rural route somewhere, you know, yeah. because that's where our clients are and they don't want to drive. You know, it's not my choice as that attorney, although it is, it's your choice to either go downtown and inconvenience them still, or go to, the, go to the urban or rural areas, saying rural areas and uh, a suburban areas and, and be closer to them. So, what about what about consults I mean when when somebody's consulting right we I think we're on the same page with this what are our what are our clients' expectations when it comes to that initial consult that initial conversation with an attorney
1: I think they're probably I mean for me I, I'm probably looking for flexibility and mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm i'm going to step out of the law firm for a, a second right and say you know i've been recently uh shopping for some insurance and the not to have to go somewhere to do that to just be able to meet somebody on uh through zoom or through teams or whatever service that they use right um just just to have that initial conversation of what i want um was was good um, and so in the same thing for law firms, um, as, as, as folks are looking for someone, you know, they, they want to they have that flexibility to have a quick conversation, uh, make sure it's a fit, make sure, uh, hey, is this going to work? Before they say, okay, I'm going to head downtown, or I'm going to head to another place or, you know, they want that flexibility to meet in different in different ways. I think that, I think it's my opinion, and I've thought of this for, for
0: a long time this is most mostly where people are making those initial contacts, right? And unless you're sitting at the office and you're working in an office or sitting at home working on the computer, this is probably, which I would, I'm just saying through a number, 75% of the initial engagements coming from from something like this, right? And so what about the, the if, I'm, if I hit uh, Google and I find an attorney, or I get a referral from somebody on Facebook book, Do you think when I hit that website, you should think I should have an initial, hey, thanks for coming to the website. Somebody's here ready to talk to you. You know, chat function pop up.
2: Okay, that's that's a double edged sword there. Okay, Um, if you have the ability to make sure that you're going to respond when somebody does. I think that's great. Yeah, but you can't put that out there if you're not ready to do it, if you're not ready to execute it. I, there are a lot of, I've been to a lot of websites. It's, it's really easy to put a chat bot feature on a website. Especially, Especially from
0: like a Facebook that everybody's connected oh, to. Oh,
2: it takes minutes and you can have a chat bot added to your website. Now, I'm not talking about chat bots so much. I mean, that's the initial,
0: right? but and, 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 any, and of,
2: any of, them. you can yeah. add the function. You can add the channel, but you better have somebody responding to it.
0: Yeah. If yeah. you
2: say, get me right now. You better be gotten. Yeah, but Dave, I mean, don't you?
0: Okay, so you're right. It's a double edged sword. Okay, but if I have a chat bot that works eight to five when people are searching, or eight to eight when people are searching, but not nine to nine to you know, eight, seven thirty in the morning, right? Uh, nine at night, seven thirty in the morning. Isn't that better than not having and have an automated chat bot? We're not in right now, but you know, we know that you, you're looking for from assistance. We'll be here first thing in the morning, or you know, or just be ready to take it on your phone at any time. Isn't that better than not having it all at all?
2: So it's just, it's basically, that's the web-based version of voicemail. That is. I mean, that that is. All it is. Um, <laughs> there's nothing particularly wonderful about it. I mean, it's great. And what I think is great about it is it's another channel. So I will tell you, people don't want to pick up the phone and call people mm-mm, anymore.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, they don't.
2: Okay. No, they don't.
1: Um, Except if you're me. Because I'm old school.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm one of them. I generally, unless I've got an incredibly complicated topic to talk about, I don't do phone calls. I, I just don't do them. Everything for me is done through uh, a chat or a text. Like so get- 95% of my communication. So
0: get this. So my, so I have a 19 so year old son up in college, right? And my my 14 year old daughter, right? I have also a 17 year old son, but I'm talking about the two of those. My 14 year old daughter yesterday, I picked her from cheerleading, um, and 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 I, and this is a similar thing that happened yesterday with both of both of those two kids. Um, I picked her from cheerleading, and I called her to let her know that I was there, and she said, "Why are you calling me?" I'm like. <laughs> To let you know that I'm here. Nobody calls anymore, Dad. Everybody FaceTimes. Yeah, and I'm like, but let me finish that. And so that's a 14 year old. Okay, that's a teenager, young teenager. Now 19 year old in college, freshman in college. That's getting ready to get into the workforce in a couple of years. He said the exact same thing when I called him yesterday. What are you calling me for? Nobody calls anymore, Dad. Everybody FaceTimes. By the way, two years ago, I got in trouble for FaceTiming everybody in my family instead of calling them. That's how quickly that's changed. All so right. the website, face face from the website immediately. You know, I want to see your face from the website. What do you think? So here's
2: – I'm going to come back to that, but I don't want to forget <laughs> something else. Okay. okay? Because you just illustrated exactly what I mean when I say you have to meet people where they're at. You have to have multiple channels because there are still people like Jim and Vinny in the world that do want to pick up a phone and talk to somebody. So you better have a phone number and you better have someone answering it for those folks. And if you do get a voicemail, you better be monitoring it and responding to it. But then you have this whole other group of people who they want things to be visual. They want to see your face. They want to be able to connect with you and pull you up on a, on a FaceTime style meeting, you have to be able to provide that too, or you lose that group. Now, if you don't yeah. want to serve that group, fine. If you don't want to pick up the phone, fine. It's just like niching in any other way, but yeah. anymore, you almost have to define a portion of your niche based on how your clients find you and how they want to work with you. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so a whole new kind of niche that, Didn't we didn't think about before because lawyers in generally said, call me or fill out a contact me form on my website. Yeah, boom. Those are your options. That's kind of what it was across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for the group that wants the phone calls, they can call the. We still do phone call lawyers, and for the ones that want to do, I want like Jim, what you're saying, and like I said, I want to come back to this. For those people that want to say, I need a face. I need a live person that I can just get on a camera with and talk to right out of the gate. Well, if you are trying to appeal to that client base, then you need to make sure you've got that technology in place. I think it's of important. That's what you're saying
0: a little bit? Yeah, I th- yeah, it does. And I think, and Vinny, I'm going to ask you on this. Do you, I think that this is kind of what we're talking about today, Dave. Exactly what we're talking about is those touch points, right? Mm-hmm. I've always thought, Vinny, that it's important to lower the barriers to work with you. Okay, but if we don't analyze the barriers, then we don't know which ones we want to remove. If I don't like FaceTime as an attorney, I don't have to do it. But if I don't realize that there are two different customers out there, ones that like to just make a phone call or fill out a form and other ones that like to chat or maybe have a video conference on demand immediately even before I picked you, then I'm not Then I'm not making a conscious decision that I want to do that or not. That's, that's what you need to do, I think.
1: Yeah. And it's really about, uh, I think one of you said flexibility to all the different client types, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, to make sure that we are meeting their needs because the, the clients are changing. Uh, my wife doesn't call me unless it's something important. So, yeah. cause she doesn't like, she doesn't like to talk on the phone. And so when I see that phone call coming in, I know it's important, um, because she normally doesn't, she normally doesn't call. And so, um, you know, the, the way people do things and even more now um, as they're trying to do, uh, you know, multiple things, c- people are trying to manage kids' school training, like remote learning, and they're trying to do a job and they're trying to keep up with an attorney and whoever it is, and they don't have time for that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, they, and they want the convenience. Um, not every school system is, you know, doing remote learning. Um, but many are still, well, That's they're true. still sending
0: in the kid's home for quarantine and doing remote learning in a lot of situations. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so, you know, are you ready for that kind of thing is really, mm-hmm. really the key. And you have to analyze it.
0: it. You have to analyze it. So, all right. When's the last time either one of you guys have ever texted with a doctor?
1: I message my doctor all the time. I don't even, I don't even call. Yeah, uh, so I, I, I log into my chart, uh, through the network. Right. No. Um, and, uh, I have I the ability, it. I have the ability, not text. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, not text. Um, but I have the ability. I just send him a message say, Hey, I have this. What should I do? And he says, he sends me a message back and says, come in. Or it's not email. It's just a yeah. messaging system. It's just a secure messaging system. Right. Right. <laughs> And so uh, he sends me either come in or hey, I can pr- probably prescribe this if if you know if you don't want to come in that kind of thing, right mm-hmm. um, And I don't do it often, um, but that's the s- the simplest way to get a hold of the doctor. I don't like calling the, the uh, being, no, on like hold, so- being on hold and waiting and and just send a quick message, and he answers when he's when he has availability. Yep. How many lawyers do you think actually work that way?
0: That actually Not have right, right, and I said doctors, right, because I actually have that my my doctor's office has a method for texting, actually, and and theirs has to be super secure. There's nothing, you know, everything's got to be super secure on their side, right? So if you text them, needs to be secure. Lawyers are the same way. I, I am a big proponent of texting with our, our points of contacts on our customers right you know it, it's hard to text with end users there's thousands of them right but for our business, I'm a big proponent of texting with our with our owners right and our on our points of con, points of contacts right I don't see many lawyers unless you're in a solo practice texting or giving away a number in which they can be reached within certain limits right and, and they have control over that where they can be reached. Do you guys see that in law firms much?
2: No, no, I don't. I don't see mm, it no. very often now.
1: Right. Well, part, and and part of that probably is because they don't consider texting secure and, and private. Um, and so they they and they have no way of taking that data and moving it to a uh, matter management. Mm-hmm. Right. So the technology for them is not there 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 are tools out there, by the way. Right. Um, but but for them, they don't have the resources set yet where they can take all that information and put it somewhere central. Now,
2: now let me let me just point something out here, Vinny. Um what what you just said there, let's set the security piece to the side for just a second. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other discussion that really is not completely appropriate for today's show, even though we have to acknowledge that the security is always an issue. We're talking about from a business perspective, from the consumer perspective, you know, how do we stay competitive in the workplace, you know, in the legal industry today, while the idea, while the argument that, well, I can't put it into my central, you know, case management system easily might've mattered before. It's my opinion that I don't, care if that's That's helpful for you as the client you don't care i want spoiled you better let me you better figure (laughs) it out that's it you know that and that's just you know my kind of thing it's like the lawyer well i don't take text messages because i can't put it in my case management system i'm the client i'm tough you know what Stop my problem do you want me as a client or not
0: You know, it, it, we used to say this about a particular software company, Vinny, and and, and Dave, you'll remember this. I know exactly Vinny, what about the fact. Yep. Vinny, Vinny, you you may remember this or not. There was a particular software company that, that made software for lawyers, actually, that we work with. Their mentality was so backwards. Okay. You were lucky to that we make this software for you to use for your law firm. You were lucky that we have software for you it, to use for these. They treated you like that. Vendors? Oh no, this one was bad. It was like no. I mean, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. It was like, are you telling me that that the client's not not in control of how you do things? Oh no, 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 not at all. No, they're they're lucky we make the software for them. You're not the I, only game in town, brother. I
1: and understand. guess where they're
0: at? And guess where they're at? They were up here, and Dave. They're pretty low on the totem pole now from yeah, a software yeah. perspective. So, so I, I, I understand
1: that the the client re, your expectation and, and, and even demand, right? But what I, I mean, when I mentioned that it's not there, you know, I'm bringing to light that they, they have to figure out a way to do yes. it. Right? They have you know to what? figure out a way to do it.
0: it, it and, and you have to look at it and say, that's the pivot right now. Right. Everything you thought that well that's the way we have to do it i said it yesterday we had a meeting with a with our group yesterday and i said it yesterday don't tell me how that it can't be done tell me how it can be done right right because the customer doesn't care they don't care about you know i don't have a receptionist at 12 to 1 you know uh, they go to lunch sorry Mm
2: -hmm. you know and and that is you know to kind of tie up what What Vinny is saying and what you're saying, Jim, it's the idea that a year ago, it might have been acceptable to say, well, you know, there there are good reasons, like when you're sitting at the executive committee meeting, well, there are good reasons that we're not going to give out text as a, as a communication channel. And everybody can be Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We, we, we get that. Okay. Fine. We don't want people to have our cell, own, cell phone numbers. numbers. Nobody
0: should, nobody should be able to get our right. cell phone
2: numbers. Now It's like, okay, fellas, gal, Man. we got to figure this out because people want this. And if we don't provide it, they're uh, going to be a problem. So now we, we got to make this happen. Yep, Yeah. Yeah. And you got it. Vinny, Vinny, I think that's the point you're really trying to make is that the reality is from the customer perspective, I want this, you better learn how to deliver it. You better make it a reality. Don't tell me it out.
0: it's not. For innovation, you gotta innovate, right? It's forcing everybody. And, and, and on that particular topic, I know we're not talking exactly about tech today, but there's ways with voice over IP solutions. And if you don't have one, call us, we'll get you hooked up with it. But all of us have mm-hmm. the ability to text with our office direct dial numbers, okay? And so you, when I text, you get my direct dial at my office that comes to my cell phone, I text you back, you get my, my direct dial. If I call you from my cell phone, you get my direct dial, not my cell phone. And I can turn that off within parameters and say, okay, I don't want to be available from you know, seven o'clock, to eight o'clock, which is another point, by the way, guys. What about just, uh, I changed my, my perception on this uh, at least a year ago, and I have a calendar link now at the bottom of my signature. Why? I don't want somebody to have to call me to get on my calendar. I, I don't tell people to use it, but I give that there, schedule a meeting with me here. And I got it set up so that perpetually, Monday through Friday, from 8.30 till six o'clock at night, even through lunch, I can, anybody can book time with me, all right? Without any phone call, any correspondence or anything like that and i have it set up so that there are buffers in between so that hey if there's something that's 15 minutes after this or 15 minutes before they can't get that time that's not an available time but i look at it like i need to be available for them during at least this period of time it's the same thing with the, the voice over ip and you know being available on my phone or by text i need to be available during this time they're my customers they're my clients they're my potential clients if i'm not they're going to go to somebody else You know the calendar i think the calendar links are huge right now that's another and uh, what's really nice is that most calendar links many of the calendar links can actually create not only the calendar event but also create a if as an option can create a like a teams or a zoom meeting for you on the fly okay and set up the reminders which is big talk about serving your client sending them an email reminder from from that right They got an email saying, Hey, you got a booking, you're going to, you're going to, you got a meeting with me tomorrow. Hey, you got a meeting with me in an hour and sending them text at the same time. Mm -hmm. Now you're really serving your customer and, and ensuring you've got business because you're not going to miss them. The the likelihood of missing that is a lot less than it used to be. That's a pivot. I think, sorry, that was a, that was kind of a roll, guys. I was on a, I was on a soapbox here for a minute because that's so, so important to me, you know, but the way that's set up is the same way that we can set up text and voice over IP with our clients and not be infringed upon. So I think we beat it. Dave, you, you wanted to talk about billing. I think you had something on billing. You you, wanted well, to talk about.
2: you know, and I don't, I don't want to belabor it. We're, we're, we're at about 35 minutes right now, but yeah. it goes, we, we started with talking about the beginning. How does somebody find you all the way to the end? How does somebody pay you? And, this is something that has changed a lot. Um, most lawyers now will accept some form of electronic payment. You know, most of them will take credit or debit or whatnot. But, for the last several years, I have it, it, in my practice, at least, I've accepted PayPal, okay which is a little bit more accepted. But the biggest one that that threw me off, and it's it's more again, with the uh, the younger client base that I work with, in some of the like high tech areas, um, they want to pay with you know the Venmos and what. Yeah, yeah. And so, Sally or Venmo. It back. It, it was about two years ago. I had my first request, and it was it was a young guy, you know, tech startup, and he goes, "Yeah, I, I do all my stuff through Venmo." I'm like, "All right, I've heard of this. <laughs> I'll go get one of those." <laughs> yeah. And so, it's, you know, we finish with a meeting and he'd just take out his phone and do-do-do-do-do. And all right, cool. I got money now. It was great, you know. Yeah. Um, but now I have all these different accounts out there because this person wants to pay with Venmo. This person wants to do PayPal. This person still wants to send me a check, you know. And so I got to do it. But guess what? I'm not going to say, well, no, I'm sorry. I only accept payment this way. Wow. So you imagine? I have all these different payment accounts and payment methods. And then it's on me to consolidate them all together on the back end. And it, I, I just do it because again, it's about what makes it convenient and easy for the customer to do what they need to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's even, you know what? That's a conversation about how to just get, make money, right? Yeah. If you can't do Venmo or what was the other ones? Z- Z- Zelly? Is that what the other one? Yeah. There, it, there's a funny. bunch of them. Yeah. 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 Zelly, or Zelly. Zelly. Or if yeah. you yeah. say there's no one to those, if you say no to those, you're almost kind of silly. Yeah. Do you know? I mean, one I of the rules in sales, paid. I don't want to get paid. No, no, <laughs> you can keep it till tomorrow. Put it in here and I'll... No, no, it won't give you money that they don't have. Right, Dave? Right. So
2: it's a guaranteed way to get paid now. Mm-hmm. Who would walk away from that? And I will tell you, since I've adopted, and I, this is just, it's crazy. I would say over 90% of my clients pay me within 48 hours of receiving their invoices.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. And hopefully they got a link on the invoice, right? You know, and, yes, and it's electronic, just,
2: they go in, they click, boom, done. I don't yeah. have AR. No. Cause I made yeah. it easy to pay me.
0: Yeah. And, and so th- we're going to end on coming full circle. Okay. Um, and And this is what I'll end on. I think that I, I, I put on the on my kind of talking points today, something called post matter. I'm done with you. I paid your bill. I We don't have to engage anymore. Mm-hmm. But you have a responsibility as the attorney, as the business person, that if you're not perpetually trying to keep my attention in case I need you again, or in case somebody I know needs you again, this isn't new, all right? right. You need to perpetually market to me somehow, right? And that brings us back to finding you again. Well, Mark Godby had a great last year, last, last week when he talked about mailing a Christmas card, which is a conduit for the magnetic, magnetic calendar that goes on the refrigerator, but there's thousands of ways to do that electronically as well. And so that you're hitting them on a perpetual cadence, you know, by email or by text or by, you know, whatever on Facebook, uh, what's the big one now on on Facebook, the uh, retargeting, Right. Facebook's a fantastic platform for retargeting, and it just runs over and over, and it's like virtually nothing cost-wise, right? So I, I think that we have a responsibility if we want to keep that client. We've always had this responsibility, but even now more than ever, there's other vehicles to 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 keep them, keep their attention, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, guess what that client's going to do? they are going to start the whole cycle over again and find somebody else, yeah. find somebody that's easier to work with. Not that you weren't, but you know, the bar
1: keeps getting raised. Yep. Good topic, guys. Good topic. So, uh, you know, one of the one of the important things, one of the important reasons we do this show uh is uh one of the pillars of No Law Firm Left Behind is keeping your customers calling, right? Mm-hmm. Keeping them coming in. And this is what today's show was really about is reinforcing yeah. that pillar that yeah. we you know, one of the reasons we see, we started this group. Um, and uh, just just keep that in mind as you want your customer. Obviously, you want your customers to keep calling. You want them to keep referring you. But uh, in order to do that, as times change, you need to change uh, with the times as well. Yeah, yeah I agree.
0: Dave, I'm going to cover your face real quick. Fair so we have, a, we have a group on LinkedIn called No Law From Left Behind. It's a horrible URL. Please forgive us because LinkedIn doesn't allow for vanity URLs for groups. But all you have to do is go to LinkedIn and search for no law from left behind and uh, and request to join the group. If you're an attorney that just wants a, this kind of advice from us and from your peers, that's part of the join the group and you'll get that information. Uh, guys, I didn't tell you this, but we probably jumped 25 people in a matter of two weeks in the group, which is a pretty impressive jump for us. Um, also, we've got the YouTube channel, uh, No Law Firm Left Behind on YouTube. That's where we keep all of these past shows and a whole bunch of other technology-based things and inspiration-based things and business tips. So hope you'll uh, hope you'll join us for that. We're here every week, 1030 on Tuesday morning Eastern time, and uh, we'll hope you'll join us for our next sh- our show next week. We don't have a topic yet, but we'll get that out there to everyone. So I say, g- guys, it's a wrap. All right. Good Take care. Thank- have a good thanks, day, everybody. Everyone.